0: You're listening to the Cairn 10 podcast where we bring our alumni back inside Cairn University. You may or may not have heard that Cairn has a campus in Candern, Germany. Each summer students include teachers, pastors, and administrators from over 100 countries and obviously a variety of backgrounds. Cairns program is hosted and housed at Black Forest Academy, a grade five through 12 international Christian school. And the Black Forest region is beautiful and borders France and Switzerland as well. The location of the campus in Central Europe draws students from many countries and thus provides a rich multicultural environment for discussion, fellowship, and of course, advancing one's education. And today we're joined in the studio with a graduate of this program, who is of course therefore an alum of Cairn University. And you'll have the chance to hear more about the Candoran campus, but most importantly, you'll hear her story, which is really a dramatic testimony of God's grace and the role that Karen played in all of this. Seville, thank you for being willing to come by and talk with us.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: I thought uh, maybe the best place, Seville, to start off might be you talking about where you're from and just share a little bit, if you're willing, of your spiritual and uh, uh, geographical journey.
1: Yeah, sure. So I am uh, from a Muslim country, which I don't want to name here now. Uh, so I get saved, um, I got saved about 13, 14 years ago. Um, I've been working with Christian organizations since then. Um, I am an educator and school psychologist. Um, it has, like, hasn't been actually easy journey uh, for me to serve Jesus in my country. Uh, we are... The first generation Christians over there, um, only like um, probably 2% of population is Christian. So we have faced with different challenges made by our government and Muslim relatives daily, don't have enough resources and solid teaching materials on Bible. Of course, we read our Bibles, we go to church, have Bible studies, social groups, um, prayer meetings. Uh, but we have to grow more and um, have enough tools to help others. Uh, so, for example, I am leading Bible study group with a woman with Muslim background as myself. Um, I found uh, and translate some materials for my group time by time. But thankfully, there are very good missionaries who help to bring different resources, provide seminars, and translate different books into my language. But we still need to do a lot.
0: hmm And so you shared uh, a little bit, as we were talking before the podcast, Seville, about your personal testimony and how you found Christ. If you're willing, would you talk about that a little bit?
1: Yeah, sure. It will be probably a little longer. A little little bit more information. Yeah. So as I told you, I'm from Muslim country and grew up as Muslim. About 15 years ago, I was diagnosed with cancer, uh, with last stage. Uh, So I had fluid, like liquid in my abdomen, and doctor said I need uh, chemotherapy very urgently, and they had to pull out the liquid from my abdomen, but I was first afraid to do so, and... We also didn't have money to do that, thankfully. (laughs) So I decided to find Allah and ask uh, why He's doing it to me because I have been, I mean all of us been through a lot by that time. So I needed to find why it's happening and what's the meaning of the life. So I started to study Quran and I studied very carefully and did all the Islam required things um, like including prayer three times for Shia because I was Shia fasting etc. And um lots of questions. Um um so I would go to mosques and would ask questions to Imams, that's high priest in mosque, about things I read in Quran and couldn't agree with. Uh so There were like a lot of contrasts about different things. There wasn't any promises for women. And women was like shade of men. Uh, But the imams told me that I can't discuss all of the things and have to accept them as it's written in Quran. They are from Allah, from God, and we can not question them. Um, So however, I needed to know what will happen uh, to me after I die. Because that was close. <laughs> so every day my question grow more and more until one day I read about uh, um, Jesus, we call him Isa, Messi in Quran. It said that Messi took uh, the dust, um, mud made the shape of bird out of this dust, and he blew in it like give breath. and the bird became alive and flew away. I saw to myself Jesus um, like, was like God or repeated the same pattern because Quran said God also took mud, made the shape of man and then gave breath into his nose and this man became alive. Um, so I read about also other miracles Jesus did. I read how he healed all kinds of sick people and bring, bring back uh, that person to life. As I read Uh, that he's still alive, I thought he can heal me too. Uh, So he's not dead like Muhammad or other prophets, he's alive and I can talk with him and ask him to help me. Uh, Somehow, I don't know why, like I felt he is my native family member, he is very close to me, he is someone um, that I know for a long time and he is different, he's different than Muhammad, he's different than any other prophets, and like other prophets, he didn't have a lot of wives, <laughs> and he actually didn't marry And he valued all the people, include women. <laughs> um, so, And uh, I just find out he is um, greater actually than any other prophets, and I couldn't believe I literally said he is greater than Muhammad. Uh, so it amazed me when I read um, he doesn't have any physical father, because Quran said the Holy Spirit touched Mary and she gets pregnant. I thought like started to think actually, who is Holy Spirit, who has Holy Spirit? Do I have it? or like my dad who died when I was child? So I just realized none of us have it. so it might be, God's spirit. Then I said, and then I kind of myself, "Oops, is Jesus son of God?" But uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, seriously, I said like, Oops. Oops. <laughs> because Quran said it's sin. You can't say that. So God doesn't have any son or daughter. Then, uh, then I just thought, whose son is he? Uh, Quran said there is no one with no father. So everyone has physical father. Uh, then who is Jesus' father? So I read many other things about Jesus in Quran. I also read about New Testament that calls uh, in jail. So I just decided to find and read it, uh, but it wasn't easy. I went all the shops like religious, the shops who, like that said uh, sell religious books and. Um, they said, me they don't have it. It's Christian book, and why I am even looking for it. So finally, I asked it one lady that I knew. She was from Canada. or I just thought, maybe she knows. And she said, yeah, she can bring me one. And she even didn't take money. So at the same day I got it, I sat down and read it, like, without seriously, like, breathing. And I read almost half of the book, like, till 4 a.m. <laughs> in the morning. And I just said to myself, this book is written for me, this is what my God could say, this is my God, so I I just kind of like was shocked why I didn't know about him, why no one never told me about him, being New Testament, waiting for me, he was very close, he was in my heart, but I haven't noticed him, so I was so happy that I forgot about my health problem, also, I can be, I just thought I can be with Jesus in heaven, Uh, so I just decided I didn't want to waste any more time. I wanted to know and learn about him more, and So, <clears throat> and um, that time I promised myself I'm going to tell all the Muslims about Jesus. Most of them don't know about him just like I did. Yeah, Again, it wasn't an easy pass because all of my fam- family members were Muslims. Um, but God helped me to overcome all the problems. Later, my husband has vision and God saved it. And um, Jesus healed me from cancer without any chemotherapy, without any treatment, he healed me completely.
0: That's great. So how does your connection with Karen come about in that whole process?
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I was working in a Christian school at that time it was now another Christian, I, I mean Muslim country that was, had Christian school for uh, missionary kids. And my principal shared about me, with me about Karen campus, that's in Kanderin, uh, because I was looking for the, like taking some courses to improve myself. So, I applied, and I got accept. Um, I joined Candaring campus from two thousand and fifteen to two thousand and seventeen. I did my masters through Karen, and uh, as I mentioned, like finding healthy bible centered teaching was and still is very important for me. I haven't chosen any denominations, and I don't want to choose, (laughs) honestly. Of course, I respect all I really do, but I came from religion and found freedom in Jesus. For me, um, some denominations, not all, some, (laughs) sound like religion, but I don't see Christianity as religion. For me, Christianity, the only true way to God, Uh, so that's why I needed a place where, They don't teach me religion or denomination, but Bible itself. So what I like about Karen professors was they did not teach religion or their denomination beliefs to us. They taught only God's truth and Bible beliefs. They taught me about God's knowledge. I learned a lot how to integrate biblical teachings and values into different subjects and help my students to discover it. That's why I decided to have more of this knowledge, so I decided to join Karen for Bible classes on campus full-time <laughs> now. I am. I want to grow and mature in my belief, um, but I don't have time to waste looking wrong places. For truth, I had already wasted lots of time in a wrong place to look for God. Uh, so in that reason, I chose Karen again, uh, this is my second time in Karen, and I can be a student here forever. <laughs> Probably, <laughs> I will make a record at Karen's history. You can move through every degree yeah. we have, right? <laughs> I know.
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, so, Karen and Langhorn is becoming uh, more and more diverse, uh, not only on campus, but of course with our online offerings and uh, the number of students that we have coming from around the world to this particular campus. But Candern is, of course, especially diverse given its kind of mission, purpose, and location, that kind of thing. So how would you say the Kandran campus, uh, and maybe Karen at large, are a good fit for students who come from anywhere in the world?
1: Yeah, again, it's a place where you feel included and welcomed. All the professors really care about you and pray for you. I was, like, surprised, like, in a good way surprised when I heard Dr. Alexandra have the names of the old students um, from Kandelin and pray mm-hmm. for them in a circle. So she prays for me every year. From 2015, I feel very special, and I know Doctor Vasa does it, and all all the professors. So Karen gives me the taste of heaven because of professors accept all the students, not looking to their backgrounds and denominations. They again don't teach us about their denominations. They just focus on Bible and its teachings. They listen patiently and respectfully all the students' thoughts, even if the students do not share the same beliefs as they do, or even if the students have some wrong thoughts. However, very gently they direct or point us to the Bible and help us compare Bible with the Bible. Um, so, if you want to learn your Bible and challenge yourself to compare your Bible with your Bible, join to Karen. And it's not all Karen helped me to grow professionally. It helped me find my students' real needs, identify their learning styles, and come with helpful plan. It helped me to develop um, teaching techniques and adjust teaching methods. Um, so adjusting, uh, for example, lesson plans based on my students' learning style or needs were extremely helpful both for me and for my students. It guided me to develop classroom management strategy, find professional resources. It helped me to write even curriculum or modify curriculum goals and many more. Uh, Finally, like for me, Condor and Compass uh, is very convenient uh, because I worked full-time and other teachers like me who working full-time so they will over the summer uh, they will not miss their work, and actually it's more helpful because they can apply what they learned, uh, like theories and teaching methods, right away in their classroom. And while working, you can get your degree and have a great vacation in the heart of Europe, as you said, in the heart of Europe. <laughs> with the best professors <laughs> ever. Oh, what are you waiting for? Just yeah. come.
0: <laughs> That's great. Well, um, you can't, those of you listening to this can't uh, see Seville, you're just hearing this recording, but um, you, Seville, you certainly radiate the love of Jesus. It's been a great pleasure to, for me to hear, to meet you and to hear your story, to have you as one of our alumni, and um, also for you to share a little bit about what, what has happened in your life and, and Karen as well. So thanks for coming by.
1: Thank you very much again for, for having me here.
0: And thank you also, alumni, for listening. If you would like more information on the Candern campus, specifically, which you've heard a lot here about today, you can visit cairn.edu slash academics slash Europe. You'll find some preliminary information there. Or, of course, you can always just drop us a line at admissions at cairn.edu and let one of our counselors know you're interested in the Candern campus, Uh, or for that matter, of course, anything related to Cairn educational aspects. Um, You also can refer a student, so if you're hearing Seville talk today and you're thinking, I know somebody who would be a great fit for the Candon campus or for uh, one of our programs at Cairn, you can go to cairn.edu slash alumni and uh, click the link there to refer a student and you can mention uh, to us why you think that particular student is a fit for us and we'll be happy to follow up with you and also with that prospective student. Thank you for uh, sharing your story Seville and thank you alumni for listening.